Hi everyone, I'm Lydia. And I'm Dina. And welcome back to your Retweet Podcast. Today we have some great special guests. You guys can go ahead and introduce yourselves, just your names. Hi, I'm Lita. <laughs> Hi, my name's Amal. And today we're going to be talking about dating. Um, because it's February, of course, we need to talk about love, but also... Um, we're talking about dating as a black woman because, of course, it's Black History Month. Um, this mm-hmm. is also going to work really well with our Black Suit Association Gazette edition. Yeah. So um, the Black Suit Association and like the Gazette are working together to put out a Black History Month edition. And me and Lydia got the chance to um, collaborate on an article with them, which is really exciting for us. Um, and the article is about dating as a black woman so you can read that you can listen to this you can listen to this first and read that after um but yeah please like just check us out support and read the whole article because the gazette is doing great things with yeah the black history month for sure and so we have these guests because they're gonna talk about their experiences if you guys want to know more about me and dina's experience definitely read that um article we definitely spell all our tea yeah but a we realize we talk about do. ourselves a lot and we're like Let's just give someone else. Yeah, I don't know if you guys care the about us mic. that much. Yeah. Like, you guys don't care about us. <laughs> I don't do. even care about myself that yeah, much. Like, it's okay. <laughs> like, it's fine. But, um, yeah, we're just going to start and get into some questions. Yeah. So, first of all, I want us to all go around and kind of tell us um, our dating status. So, I'm single. Single as hell. I'm not talking to anyone. <laughs> um, I'm not texting anyone. I was hitting my line. So, that's um, my status. Yeah, I can definitely co-sign on that. Um, I'm not talking to anyone. Uh, I just, like, recently, like, ended something with someone. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm literally... My line is so dry. Like, nobody talks (laughs) to me, which is okay. I mean, I don't mind. So, yeah. yeah. What about you? Um, I am very cuffed. I've been dating my boyfriend for about... A year and a bit yeah Aww. and he's he's great he's lovely we can talk about that later i guess okay mm-hmm. and then i'm all uh i guess it's like in a weird something place like yeah complicated like not ones. sure about what it is <laughs> i hate but that we know it means something yeah but it's like been going on for a while now so it's just like Okay, and it's kind of long distance, so that's pretty much them ones. Oh, yeah, I know them ones oh, too well. Yeah, Yikes. so it's a whole bunch of melancholy and um, Aww. <laughs> yeah. just just uh, hot and cold. Just I don't know, complicated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so where'd you guys meet? Uh, here in London. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lydia's like, gonna have you like exposing life. your entire yeah, yeah. life. So, um, who is he? Like, what's his name? What's no. his GPA? His social insurance number? Well, like, yeah. important. Uh, no, you need to know. No, because yeah. it's interesting. Yeah. Because I, first of all, um, I am for the very first time in my whole entire life, I'm single by choice. Um, 2019 came along and I got asked out on two dates. I got my braces off. You know, things were changing. People were sliding um, in Lydia's DMs and she was rejected from left and right. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> she could have another you in a minute. Like, yeah. No, yeah. Like, like she was literally like, no, guys, I don't want to entertain you. You're not worth my energy, which yeah. I respect. Oh, thank you. Yeah. No, I'm single <laughs> by choice. So it's really exciting for me because in my whole 20 years of life, that hasn't always been the reality. Mm. Um, but all those experiences were like mostly online. So I like hearing how other people meet mm-hmm. so um, how did you meet your thing and then you can go off on like how you met your current boyfriend Kalita mm-hmm. uh really a conversation about I think it was Daredevil season two at oh, like so in a, like okay. yeah in person okay cool oh, okay that's good. yeah which is a little bit I think outside of the frame of how we typically meet people for yeah, a generation yeah for sure yeah. and I think it's 
different ball game um just because it was like you know like a social situation meeting friends of friends and then it was just kind of like okay got heated conversation Mm -hmm. um with like his friends about um really just nerd black male nerd gatekeeping and i was just like you guys don't know what the fuck you're talking about (laughs) like that's so, so yeah, and then he was just like the the man in question here was just like, so how long have you been on this shit, right? Like, how long are you into this stuff? Yeah, and yeah. And I was just like, okay, you got my attention, so let me tell you, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's have an, yeah. a real conversation about yeah. like actual shit, not just Where like you're not gonna gatekeep me, yeah. and you're not gonna be like Tim Drake is the best Robin. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> not, I don't know. I know. Like, I don't know. Yeah, no, no, no. What I just I said was, cool. was like egregious blasphemy. So like, okay, okay, okay. You okay. can't, you can't be out here saying Tim. Drake is the best Robin when it's really Dick Grayson, so that's just okay. Yeah, tea. Kind of I don't know what kind of tea that is, but <laughs> yeah. it's tea. It's tea. It's tea. It's tea. That's so funny. It's tea in the DC Marvel community. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> oh my god, that's so cute. It's so that. funny. Um, um, I kind of the same way. I met my boyfriend. It's like, it's like a kind of weird, like nerdy thing. So, um, two years ago, I started working at like a. It was kind of like a weird, it was a theater program where essentially they brought us in and like, it was the best job ever. We got to come in and write and produce like a play about like kind of mm, the experience as like POCs in like Toronto, but also in Canada. And it was really, really interesting. We got to work with a lot of cool people. So um, I had school like uh, up to like a few weeks, like I started a little bit late. So like I got there and everyone was kind of like set up. Everyone had their groups Uh, and I walk in and he's like standing there and he's so tall and like he's going (laughs) to listen to this and he's going to be so gassed up. But I thought he was so cute. Um, um, So it was just kind of like a summer of just like working together and like summer romance romance Mm. of like having a crush (laughs) on each other. And the summer came to an end. Um, (laughs) And then by that point, we had been like kind of just like seeing each other like casually um, and I was like heading to Western, so I was kind of like so like in my like you know like naive like you know wide eyed kind of like like so like you know like I really like you so like what do you think this is? And he's like oh like actually like like I thought this was like more of like a low key like summer thing, and like of course that Aww. broke my heart. So I go off to Western. <laughs> School has to go on. <laughs> Goes yeah. on, um, and I think it was just kind of like. Um, staying in touch over those like last few months um, like up to December just kind of like still talking and sharing a lot of like you know memories and we kind of just like decided to do it like he was you know it's a long distance he's in Toronto so we're in London so it's long distance and we've been long distance essentially our entire relationship but um it's like something you just like learn and you get used to so yeah yeah. I don't know it's really hard to get used to it really is no but I think that like yeah it's about making time for each other yeah yeah and that's making and following through on those commitments like I couldn't do it Mm -hmm. I personally couldn't do it okay like Loki I could do it because I love the space Mm. I agree. Like, so I'm, so a, I'm, a, I'm not like that. Yeah. I'm like, 
yeah but i don't want to call myself crazy but i'm crazy but then also at the same like, time do i want that because then he's gonna text me how's your day because he hasn't seen me all day yeah. and i'm gonna be like oh my god what do you want me to say i hate getting texts you don't like texting i hate texting. Oh, who has time to like facetime like every day like i don't know yeah, yeah. I, but i don't want to do that either like yeah. so then what do you like how are you going to maintain your relationship um you because yeah, you're, so a person, a you're a person you're a person that likes in-person <laughs> contact so how are you going to be in a long-distance relationship like um, lydia <laughs> boyfriend but we're never talking <laughs> we're never but like when we, see each, when we other. see each other like once every month it's lit but other than yeah, that we're not talking so funny no like i feel like you figure it out like Toronto's i think not that yeah. Far. yeah no absolutely yeah Toronto's think- not that bad like some people be having relationships in different countries yeah oh yeah yeah no. you know what i yeah. mean so it's just but like when know. you're a student like it, it could be like it, it's practically like you know england right because no, distance oh, yeah. is distance yeah. right like, are you like, from toronto you're from I'm toronto, from toronto then? so when i'm there like you know we see each other but it's definitely like um it's something you have to get used to yeah, yeah. it's not for everyone for sure yeah yeah and it's just like navigating that like what is enough contact what is not enough contact mm-hmm. In what medium? Well, yeah. like I use school word for that, but like what yeah. like text <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. or like yeah, FaceTime like, or phone call or whatever. For and you. everyone, and everyone's it's like, uh, it's not like official yet, right? Or it is. Know. Yeah. I, it's I, like that's that's that weird out. place. That is the word. Because it's like, are you talking to other people? Are you sending other bitches memes? Like, yeah, yeah, what yeah. is what's happening? Are you sending other bitches memes? No, that's no, no, really no, no, no. The question. That is that's what hurts. The meme sending. Are you crazy? Don't send another girl memes. Don't. Oh, yeah. So you guys both said something really important. Mm-hmm. Um, Amal, you specified that like the person you're talking to is black, right? Yeah. And then, Kalita, your boyfriend's also black. He, mm, or a person of color? He, like, he's biracial. Okay. Yeah. Is he white passing? Yeah. So Whoa, then, okay. So then, I feel like that's difficult. Yeah. In, in and of its own right, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. And would you say, like... Okay, so white passing um, or, like, white guys are, like, your demographic. And, like, Amal, would you say, like, most black guys have been, like, your receipts or, like, your demographic for dating? Um, I have, like, a kind of two-layered, like, answer to that. I don't deal with, like, pink meat or, like... <laughs> Ooh! <laughs> no, I said pink meat! I just... Or Ooh. raw meat in general. Uh, I don't deal with, like... No, that's I, fine. No, 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 no you're say, right. I just say. No, she's right, though. She's right, though. Finger snaps. Like, like sis. I'm, just, I'm glad that you came on here and we, you're candid. Yeah. Like, um, she said real, we couldn't say. We couldn't things. Yeah, go for it. No, you're absolutely right. No, I understand that. And oh, like, I think the mic. thing is, like, you need, you need to understand my experiences to an extent. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, I can't. I can't be explaining to you like these basic. I don't need to explain my. I don't want to explain my trauma to you. I don't want to tell you like why I feel uncomfortable like going to like frat parties. Like Mm -hmm. you know what I mean. Like you should kind of already know to an extent why like these certain in certain spaces I feel uncomfortable. Yeah, and I think like we kind of touched on it on in our article um, about preferences and how like when you make a decision, a conscious decision to like date within your race. I don't like. I don't find that problematic just because you're saying like I have a shared identity there's certain things that I don't have to explain to you which make up who I am and I like I want that and I my preference is black men Mm -hmm. and that's one of the reasons is that we have that shared commonality so I don't have to explain to you my blackness on top of being a woman they're they're taking away a a layer of that explaining that I have to do Um, but then I think when your preferences are like 
not your race like when you're like oh like you're a black man and you're like oh like my preference is asian women it's like that's not a preference that is rooted in like your racial stereotypes yeah. Yeah. and your fetishization yeah your fetishization yeah. of this um exotic woman that you want but that's not like I'm sorry, that's not a preference to me. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And also, like, the thing is, um, more specifically on monogamous relationships, because I'm assuming mm-hmm. you guys are both, like, stirring or, like, wanting to be in a monogamous relationship, I'm, like, a serial monogamous as well. Um, when you're in that type of relationship, you're asking for a lot. Like, you're asking for mm-hmm. someone who is, like, your compatible sexual partner, your compatible mm-hmm. emotional partner. Mm-hmm. If it's more serious, maybe someone you're going to cohabit with. Like, mm-hmm. that's a lot to ask for a high standard of every category for one other person. Yeah. So, yeah, like, maybe I want to get some slack cut and also have, like, some commonality in race. And now I don't have to explain to you what race is like or what it's like to be a person of color, sorry, and what it's like to be a woman. because. Yeah. It's hard. There's so many layers. No. But at the same time, like, for a long time, I was definitely, like, I'm only dating black men. Like, black men are the only ones that can, like, understand my experiences. And I just continue to be disappointed, right? Like, I don't think that being black means that you necessarily have this, like, you know, deep understanding of, like, you know, we have the same understanding of social reality. And Mm -hmm. we're both, like, you know, I think that a lot of the time it comes down to, like, politics, right? Because, like black people are not all the same in the sense that like Mm -hmm. we can have vastly different ideas of like what we think is okay and what we think is acceptable even within being black so when it comes to me it's like generally I find that like black men we share those things but a lot of the time it's not necessarily true Mm -hmm. and that's in my current relationship it was kind of like it was like surprising right it's like on all these aspects we kind of just like check the boxes you understand but like we don't come from the same experiences you Mm -hmm. know what I mean like Mm -hmm. you know like you're someone who's like grew up in a different social class Mm -hmm. economic class uh, you know very much so white passing and completely the opposite but at the same time we still have this like equal understanding of the world and how we see it Mm -hmm. our values are the same yeah I'm not a perfect girl, I would drop my fears at the door I would only bring myself and nothing more And you let me be A woman And you let me be A flawed woman you would yearn to hear all about my past What I've done, what I've did, and why Below my sick thoughts And if I needed to, I could cry Um, I have a question for you guys that I've been thinking about a lot. Why, why does it hurt? I don't know if I want to say hurt. Why do, what, but a, a lot of the times black women get angry to see black men dating outside their race and like for you guys why do you think that is because uh, what's it jordan peele made a whole movie called get out (laughs) (laughs) and these niggas are still doing this shit yeah and what 53 percent of white women voted for trump too like in the states i'm just saying like we had a whole allegory and there's a consciousness that the reason white women are like the pedicle, like pinnacle of yeah. fucking femininity, right? Mm-hmm. And for black women, mm-hmm. right, we're the most copied beings on earth. But we're yes. we're so many of us are uncomfortable with seeing ourselves in the mirror and feeling beautiful mm-hmm. or feeling like we're the shit because we are. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. 
in all like retrospects like mm-hmm. black women are amazing like yeah. and i think that not to say white women are like less than but Ooh, um no Yay. no i just <laughs> i feel like intersectional feminist I'm podcast an inter- <laughs> i know i know we're intersectional but you, i think that white women need to out. like you know just realize that there's a degree of privilege with being yeah. a white woman yeah. and that I think we also have to put the onus on black men because mm-hmm. what are they looking for when they're looking outside of their, um, you know, uh, their black women and their community? Mm-hmm. Um, because we can take this out of the just the heterosexual, like heteronormative thing. Mm-hmm. When they're looking at partners from a different background, mm-hmm. they're looking sometimes, I have to say, for black features without a black face. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I think like, um when you look at like desirability black men are the ones that want black women the most Mm -hmm. um like it's actually like statistically proven with like dating sites and stuff like black women or black black women are the least desired and least swiped upon swiped right or whatever but black men are the ones that are doing the swiping so i think it's hard when it's like this is the group and demographic that is like supposed to be with you or like desiring you the most and then they're going or off you're and like doing built whatever. on that dream where you're gonna yeah, find black that love like or yeah. black love yeah it is yeah. a thing but i know i'm gonna get dms people are gonna be like who hurt you but like, <laughs> yeah, yeah no, no one hurt me like, like i'm not saying interracial dating is wrong and i yeah. think like if you if you're dating outside your race but like you have a genuine connection with that person fuck it like do exactly. whatever yeah. but like it becomes problematic when a you're putting down another group to elevate whoever you're with mm-hmm. by being like oh like i can't be with a black one because she's xyz or like whatever like if you're doing that in being with your partner then that's when it's problematic or like they're fetishizing you and being like yeah like i'm just i just like black guys or like yeah. you know what i mean it's like no yeah. no that's disgusting but how do you feel about um the idea of like black guys wanting to be with white women just for dating or just broking up and then they like to say well i'm gonna i marry. want my wife to be black yeah i mm. mean how, like okay how do you guys feel about that because mark um if you guys didn't listen to what is it called i think it's called like the black uh, weird black kids weird or, black kids um yeah. episode he said well if you want to get your nut in just get your nut in which i can co-sign to a certain degree right. yeah, yeah 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 but yeah. I, mean, I don't know how I feel about anyone talking about women that way, right? <laughs> <laughs> At all. True. I mean, like, even on, like, I mean, even, like, on, even on the other, other end. Like, yeah. like if, you, if, I, if you just want to, like, fuck white guys just to get your nut in right. or whatever, like, whatever. With yeah. Raw meat, like. <laughs> <laughs> like, I understand I where that it. comes from, right? But at the same time, I'm like, I just, I hate, I just, I think for me, it comes from this issue where it's like, if you're complacent with being fetishized, yeah, and that's not always the case, right? Like, a lot of times interracial dating is completely fine. It's it's like an equal partnership where both yeah. have an understanding. But when I see, like, black men who are complacent with, uh, like, being fetishized by white women because at the end of the day they're getting like you know whatever they are want from them it just hurts because it's like you know that it's it's such a short-term gratification right like you have to recognize like kind of the implications of this and I, I think that I hate being like the bus kill and being like hey like everything you do has like an impact but at the end of the day it's like it hurts me when I see like black men that I want to do well that I, I want the best for just like basically just throw themselves over this ledge for just like such yeah. a no you know yeah. I totally get that yeah, and I, I guess, feel that yeah. yeah and I guess now that I'm thinking about it 
more critically. <laughs> That's the bright side of having girls on the podcast, y'all. They actually are very critical. Um, I guess, like, if you are just trying to, quote, unquote, get your nut in, right? Like, right. that does say something about your sexual preferences. Right. And um, that mm-hmm. also says a lot of, like, who you fetish and, like, who you find sexy, right? Mm-hmm. Because when you're thinking about your, I mean, maybe it's just to me, I mean, this might be a huge assumption. When you're thinking about your wife, you're not only just thinking about attributes that are sexy, you're like thinking about like a partner, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And maybe in a lot of ways, those black guys are saying, oh, I want my wife to be black is because they attribute their mom that's also black. Like, you never know. But then mm-hmm. that's pretty like Oedipus, like Oedipal or whatever, like just like this whole kind of conflating your long-term partner as somebody who's going to be this maternal like yeah. take care of it all yeah because like, that's gross like i know listen, like and i'm not out here to be anyone's mom like, yeah. like i'm sorry men no you don't <laughs> you want a girl to like sit there and nurture you grow with you like fucking sit through your bullshit like no yeah. you can your grow up by yourself i'm not your mom you, like, and a lot of guys want their girlfriend to be their second mom and it's like i'm just but here's I didn't the sign thing right it's like they go their entire life without having this being able to express themselves emotionally, right? And then they meet this girl who they really like who's finally giving them, like, the emotional gratification they need. And suddenly it's, like, the first time in their life, right? Mm -hmm. And they attach such, like, heavy, strong, like, emotions to them. And it's because it's the first time in their life that they're being able to connect with someone on that level. And I can, like, only imagine how that feels, Mm -hmm. right? Like, I can empathize with that. And it's just about... Like, please just talk to your sons, like, raise them, make them able to communicate, like, mm-hmm. because, like, it's really just fucking them up in adulthood, truly. Yeah. yeah, and that's why a lot of guys are obsessed with their exes. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you guys have noticed that, but a lot of guys are just hung up on their exes all the time. Oh, they're in love yeah. with them. I'm like, yeah. it's okay. Well, here's the crazy thing. I listened to this on a podcast, and I wish I knew what episode it was, but it was definitely on... Um, why Won't You Date Me by Nicole Byers. But one of her guests were prefacing on how, like, men, for the most part, like, heterosexual men specifically, they don't really like women. Oh, my and God. It was on the boyfriend list on the one. Boyfriend list episode. And it's like, it, men don't even like women, period. <laughs> no, they don't. And this is something that I've definitely learned to be true. Like, yeah. men, for the most part, are very – I mean – Abusive is a lot, like, a really big word, but I think a lot of men, like, they can be very hurtful with their actions and their words. There's a lot of respect, like, lacking for women and as a general. Um, and so, like, why is it that I'm t- taking all this time to, like, attract all these men? For the most part, they don't even like me back. They might be sexually attracted to me, mm-hmm. and they might feel romantic feelings towards me, mm-hmm. but a lot of black men, a lot of men in general don't actually like women they don't care about your livelihood like that's why so many men don't care about um like the me too movement or like sexual harassment they don't Mm -hmm. care about those things it's because they don't give a shit like they know what feminism is they could know what feminism is Mm -hmm. but they don't care call themselves feminists but but at the end of the day they still see women as objects right they don't see them as full human beings men who call themselves feminists are the funniest people they're the worst 10 out of 10 times okay i'm sorry not 10 out of 10 some of you guys are okay (laughs) But, like, eight out of ten times, like, those guys that are calling themselves feminists are literally probably more misogynistic than the guys that are just, like, fucking chilling. Because it's an endgame, right? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, how many men can have you known that will seriously talk to you in a conversation and look you in the eyes with, like, the respect of, like, I'm registering you as an equal? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even when you know that you're sitting across from someone and you know you're smarter than them, Mm -hmm. you know you're more qualified in this conversation – like, even speaking on women's experiences, like, guys will still have the confidence to sit there and talk to you about it. 
and it's like okay we can have this conversation but when you are like there's a difference between like trying to co-opt a movement versus like being an ally Mm -hmm. and i think a lot of the times men don't understand that when they're talking to women about these issues Mm -hmm. yeah it's so sad Mm -hmm. and it always and that was always like an issue for me when i was when i tried (laughs) started trying to date or like talk to guys i found that um like there's just a really huge lack of respect and this was okay so i've actually tried online dating before i'm currently not on tinder but i have been on tinder Mm -hmm. and obviously tinder is like used mostly for hookup app Mm -hmm. i wasn't looking to hook up with anyone but obviously like the messages i got were kind of uh (laughs) they're kind of (laughs) wild but even when i started getting attention in real life i was like oh like this doesn't just exist online like maybe it happens more online Mm -hmm. but it happens in real life like there's catcalling um i've gotten mansplained things in the own store that i work at And, like, that was supposed to be, like, a pickup line. And I was like, you could care less about my livelihood. Like, I guess that's a lot. That might be a lot to ask for for someone who's just hitting on you. Yeah. But, like, you don't care about me, but you're claiming that you want to get to know me over coffee. Like, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Have I you guys know. Have you even tried uh, online dating? I honestly, I, I think I missed that wave. I think that was, like, in first year, everyone okay. was doing that, right? Like, it was always on Tinder. And by that point, I feel like I already just was, like super like head over feels for the person i'm seeing now but i'm kind of jealous it looks so much fun it looks like a game like no. i lived oh my god it looks it's fun stuff. it makes me so sad <laughs> it just <laughs> I've makes had you it. sad about the prospects that you have in the yeah. Like, mm. yeah. Like, yeah. yeah yeah i've had it a couple of times and each time has been less for 24 hours yeah um i've had it like maybe four times three of them being when i had braces one of them being when i got my braces off and the difference is dramatic really yeah i had mostly all the same pictures obviously not every picture was me me smiling right. so there were some pictures of me that i could keep um my bio was the exact same mm-hmm. and the matches i got when i got my braces off first of all i got more matches one okay um and then yeah the messages i got were way more graphic like Jesus. way more sexual <laughs> i got way more people like off the bat being like want to link like what did you get a lot of likes <laughs> yeah like I got the high. yeah and i got more super likes that's the thing Ooh. yeah super likes are, so super likes are in too intense I'm yeah, yeah it's like you're super liking me like you get one of those a day <sighs> unless you pay for like yeah, yeah tinder real. gold or whatever the fuck yeah. But yeah. See, which is like confidence right it's yeah. like for you to be like super like i'm like okay like no dude yeah. one time when i had tinder i like just started swiping right on everyone because i know guys do that so i was yeah, like let do, me just yeah. see what happens the people that were swiping on me i'm like you think you could talk to me like yeah. this is insulting. IRL. Like <laughs> this is really insulting. Yeah. Oh god. Like yeah. no. I think you said something really like interesting mm-hmm. about it like being like a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I personally don't like it because like one I come from a media background <coughs> and yeah. it's just like it's a gamification of like one of many things. Yeah. Um and I think it's very reductory to, mm-hmm. like, reduce, like, looking for whatever you're looking for on the app because there are a lot of people looking for different things. Yeah. Um, into, like, a profile, like, into, like, this, like, okay, this is going to be an entertainment because when people are swiping on Tinder, like, I've seen there's, like, sort of, like, this, like, laugh at people or yeah. laugh with people, and I think that's not a healthy way for our society to be going about finding human connection or interaction. Mm-hmm. That's just my yeah. I think on like that. Tinder's helpful for especially if you're like say you're not in school, you move to a new city, it's very hard to meet people. So I think like Tinder and Bumble and things can be good for like that type of 
situation where you're like, I literally know no one and I need to talk to someone. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and like also I, less risk, right? Like yeah. you're not risking um like messing up relationships that you have already or established mm-hmm. already yeah. in a way for the sake of rejection or maybe like yeah, 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 yeah. if it is successful you don't know what's gonna happen and there's yeah. more weight to that but yeah. like random person on the interweb like yeah, yeah i just don't think tinder or bumble or like dating sites for me personally i don't think it's for me just because like i don't like i don't like my entire profile getting reduced down to what I look like. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. And yeah. as, like, if you're about what it is, like, yeah, right? and yeah. like, as, if you are looking for a hookup, like, I think Tinder is great. Like, right. yeah. obviously, like, you literally just have a market where you're like, okay, well, I want to fuck you tonight. Like, let me message yeah. you. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. But if you're not looking for that, I just don't think that those avenues are probably the best for you. Yeah. I don't know. But awesome. I mean, people do meet on Tinder and like fall in love and whatever. But yeah. I don't know. It you know, happens, but like, I don't know. Like hookup culture. There's this really right. great piece on the Atlantic by this. Um, I don't know what she is particularly, but she's something to do with studying sex and relationships in America. Mm. Unless people are actually having sex and having connections that oh, are meaningful. Oh, I think I read that article. Yeah, mm. that was the one with the bird, right? And, I, like, the bee I think in the I picture. Re- yeah, I think I, re- I think I read that. Yeah, you can listen to it in long form, and it's just, like, people have better sex and people have better relationships with partners that they are seeing, like, multiple times, even yeah. if it's not explicitly named, like boyfriend girlfriend 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 yeah. whatever mm-hmm. because there's like hookup culture is very reductory to the action i've been so it. afraid to talk about that though because i don't want to not seem sex positive because i feel like i am but like how it's do you hard. critique like hookup culture without Seeming being a anti- bad feminist you know yeah. no no like people definitely have different preferences and some yeah. people are definitely more about it than others and it's yeah being sex positive is being just um you know letting people do what they like for them for themselves yeah. because it's good for them and they know that more than you would ever know that about yeah. themselves and right? i don't think it's necessarily not it's not necessarily like a being a bad feminist because i think i'm all for like hookup culture if that's what you want to do but i know for me personally i just I, I can't do it yeah i just i'm not built like that but some women are mm-hmm. and the i think the problem is when you shut that door for women or that to woman, yeah. to be like yeah like i like sex i like sex for having sex i don't have an emotional connection with you and there are women there are plenty of women like that and so to reduce hookup culture to just like sex is this commodity that men want and women are receiving is or women are like i don't know there's complicit in women can be complicit in it but also women i think we always center conversations about sex and relationships on the desires of men because that's how how our society conditions us Mm -hmm. female sexuality and female like agency in relationships is really important to center we're gonna have an entire episode about sex and we're gonna have an entire episode about relationships so look out for that but i want to get back to our main topic of dating as a black woman Mm -hmm. and how your experiences shape you so what do you guys think is the type of man that you typically attract yeah because i feel like we all are very different um like lydia has like a a thin build like kalita is a dark-skinned woman Mm -hmm. i'm like more thicker 
Um, I'm all like, as a Muslim woman, like you could speak on that. Oh, right now? Okay. Yeah. Well, like, I don't know. <laughs> I Let me think about it. it. I'm just yeah, thinking. Yeah, I'm just sure. thinking. Because, like, I we can... all have different kind of experiences that will shape yeah. Yeah, kind of no, our dating sure. experience. Yeah. Like, I think for me personally, I talk about it a little bit with Kalita because yeah. we both um, – come from having like a slim build Mm -hmm. and being a black girl and being skinny is like the most confusing thing in the whole entire world because you're constantly told that you're like being sexualized um that all these things like having a big butt having these kardashian features like that i know is actually black women Mm -hmm. features but those aren't my features (laughs) as a black woman um and so because of that um yeah, like I never really attracted black guys. I mm. always attracted white guys to this day. Mm. Like that's definitely my number one demographic. <laughs> even when I had, and it proved itself even more true when I had Tinder. Um, like when I had Tinder, I was only getting matches with white guys. But wow, what, what really? do you think? Yeah, what do you crazy. think about like your experience? Also, like, yes, you are like a skinny, thin girl, but like you're also light skinned girl. Yeah. So like, do you think that? in interactions with black men maybe that has shaped them as well yeah for sure i think that like i definitely got a couple of like self-hating super dark-skinned men that wanted to talk to me just because i was light-skinned and Mm -hmm. you kind of know those ones because the first thing they say to you is like oh you're a cute little light-skinned tang or whatever (laughs) and you know i've been in situations yeah Yeah. Yeah. and i've been in situations where like i've gone to the club and i'm dancing with this one guy and um, it's over and then three seconds later I'm looking over at him again and it just so happens that he's dancing with another skinny little light skinned girl mm-hmm. and Sometimes. it's another skinny little light skinned girl and it's like it seems to me that you only like little light skinned girls yeah. Yeah. so yeah it's really hard I mean I think it's hard as a black woman in general yeah. or a woman of color that when yeah. you're dating someone they don't just like you because of X, Y, like your skin tone oh, yeah. um, because it's so easy to get fetishized okay. but yeah no for sure i think that dating as a black girl specifically as a skinny black girl that's like light skin mm-hmm. that might um adhere to like a certain subculture that's a little bit more um alternative alternative yeah um i definitely attract a very certain demographic mm-hmm. um and in ways that i wasn't maybe sexualized to be like um an object mm-hmm. i was kind of put in a place where i was almost an edgy uh, prop mm. for these guys that were just like these art hoes on instagram and they were like <laughs> yeah. let me put her on my story because she'll make it look more Amanda cool yeah. yeah 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 you're literally <laughs> they're Amanda. yeah and they're a little amanda <laughs> but um yeah. and in some ways i will say this being thin benefited me a lot obviously there's thin privilege where you know, I go to a store, all the clothes I want are there. You know, I post something on my story. Maybe it is, quote unquote, sexier, but I would never get an off the bat sexy DM for the most part because of my thin build. Mm-hmm. Um, but in a lot of ways, it made my like my self awareness of my sexuality a little bit more diluted mm-hmm. because I wasn't getting sexualized which i guess sounds really weird because why would you want that but (laughs) in like some ways like you know it's like i had this desire to like want to be in relationships and a big part of relationships is you know having sex or being sexual person um especially like romantic monogamous heterosexual relationships and that i wanted to engage in and um i felt like i was lacking and Mm -hmm. that was a part of my identity that i didn't tap into even like till recently Mm -hmm. so i think that um there's a lot of po- there was positives, and I definitely would never dilute the privilege that I wreaked from those mm-hmm. experiences. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it definitely like I'm 20 years old, and it's like it's just happening. Like yeah. it's just starting to make me realize, like oh, like I'm getting DMs and I'm starting to get attention for things that aren't just my character or my outfits. Yeah, interesting. That's so interesting. That's so yeah. funny. Absolutely. I, I think like my experience was weird too because like 
like we've said a million times we grew up in london i'm all actually grew up in london too like we, we went, went to, to school, the same school yeah we went to school elementary together know that. Yeah. yeah we went to the high we sent we went to the same elementary school high school same so area like, of london too yeah so like i'm all can kind of co-sign when i say like our schools were very white like there were three black girls in our grade we're all at western yeah like, like it's all we're the two who's the other one <laughs> uh, in indra oh indra? okay yeah yeah indra my girl okay yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 indra <laughs> shout out indra if you're listening hey. but like yeah <laughs> literally no black girls um so i think it was really interesting because all the male attention that i got in high school like there's no black guys right so i didn't really get male attention other than from white guys that really really fucked with black culture heavy <laughs> so oh, i was yeah. like is this like and when you're young and you're like in like, you're like 15 you're like okay like i guess i'll just like entertain this but then people are like dina like he only likes you because you're black or whatever so i'm like okay cool and then growing up and then getting into university being surrounded by more black men that is definitely my demographic is black men and like i know it's i know like what initially attracts them is my like body like i just i know it like i'm curvaceous and um yeah so black men but then also still now i do get those white guys that like love hip-hop and like just like loves like fucking sneakers or like whatever you know what i mean like they just love all these aspects of black culture Mm -hmm. and i think that i am an accessory to that so yeah, I get a lot of that, too, um, and a lot of, like, very, like, fetishized comments, but for the most part, I think my demographic is black men, um, which, I mean, that is also what I like, so it kind of works out in my favor, but it's also annoying, because when you add that extra layer of being also an East African woman, mm-hmm. yeah. like, yeah, I know it's a, I know so. it's, like, a privilege, but at the same time, it's weird when you're, like, oh, like, I, I need myself, like, a Habesha baddie or, like, whatever, like, mm-hmm. uh, East African queen, and it's, like, I, I, when I was younger, I loved that shit, but then when I got yeah, older. when Poetic Justice came out, yeah, you were gassed, you are just, like, Drake, Drake was saying that, the I was, like, land, like, I was, like, okay, <laughs> like, Drake shouted me out, yeah. but then, like, now, growing up, I'm, like, fuck you, no, like, yeah. I don't even, re- I don't even respond to people that say shit like that because it's just annoying Mm -hmm, it's just annoying so i think just like it's very hard to like make genuine connections when your body is a commodity Mm. absolutely no i think it's it's very weird because i feel like i'm like a dark-skinned black girl but i'm not like you know like a dark-skinned black girl i'm like a ducky thought you know what i mean where it's like I'm very much, even within, like, black girl culture, like, kind of on the fringes in the sense of, like, not, like, I don't look like the other black girls I know. Like, I never have. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So it's it's very weird because I feel like I've always been exotified, like, mm-hmm. since, like, I was, like, like, like I, my first memory of someone, like, approaching me in the street was, like, when I was, like, like you know, like, seven or eight, being like, wow, like your complexion this and that and it's it's weird because like I put so in as a child I've never I put a lot of value into that right like yeah. it's weird being growing up people like telling you that you're beautiful but at the same time not getting the male attention to kind of validate yeah. that it's like yeah. weird where it's like you're beautiful but like I'm not in your dms like it's very yeah. very weird it's like and it's like the men that I attracted are are kind of very a lot of time like very confident um like very traditional like masculine black men um and it's just like i very quickly found out that that's not exactly like i'm i'm not like a traditional african like nubian like i wish i was like i love Mm -hmm. women like that like my god like you guys are glorious but like (laughs) i am also i'm very nerdy i'm very like 
um, you know, outspoken about like my political views. Like I can't cook. Like you know, and it's one of those things where it's <laughs> just like <laughs> the men that I've always liked are the men that didn't really fuck with me, right? Like mm-hmm. if they were like, oh, I, I totally co-signed <laughs> yeah, that. Oh yeah. my God. Mm-hmm. It was just like I, I've always been attracted to like very like nerdy. Um, Un- emotionally unavailable. Emotionally unavailable. Oh my god! If you're emotionally unavailable, oh my god! My heart. <laughs> my heart. Like my, boy- my boyfriend. Don't acknowledge like- me, and I'll be like, it's so fast. Like when my boyfriend's like- literally like ignoring me, I'm like, oof. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know those ones. <laughs> we definitely know those ones. Like, and then when people with come you? on too strong, I'm just like. Yeah, yeah, no, so me and Dina, yeah, not to cut you off, we're going to get back into you, but me and Dina were talking about this. Huh? No, we. I diagnosed myself. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I got no male attention when I was younger, yeah. so now I like all the guys that would never like me when I was younger, exactly. and I always want their attention, and I'm like, this is why I end up in fucking relationships where the guy is not giving me what I want, or the not guy is needs. not showing me the affection that I want, but I'm still continuously chasing him. Exactly. Mm. I've been in situations where I have had crushes on a guy for months oh that's me months and as soon as he gives me attention i'm like ew yeah (laughs) and it's because i'm not used to that exchange i grew up ugly and so and i also grew up the only black person so Mm -hmm. when i get that attention it's so foreign to me my brain goes air for four like literally (laughs) when someone's like emotionally vulnerable with you they're like yo i love you for who you are i'm like "Mm, okay like (laughs) like, sounds fake i'm like yeah like i don't mm, sure like bring the receipts right like it's so weird it's really hard not to be okay with that too because mm-hmm. it's just like you're very not like used to that yeah. and you're just like wait me like mm-hmm. this bitch here like yeah you're saying that about me are you sure you know me are yeah. you sure you understand what it's crazy like, this is oh like, yeah. my god i always say that i'm always like no like give me a few months like give it a few you, months you, like you're so used to looking at your own flaws <laughs> like the yeah. whole world's just telling you about your own flaws yeah. and sometimes it's easy really to shrink back into that and not accept anything yeah. or not even like give that to yourself so. yeah i used to do this thing where every time i was texting a guy and i c- clocked it and i was like this is really toxic <laughs> every time he would text me i'd google whatever he would text me i'd be like so what does this really mean and it would be Ooh. things like well i'm looking forward to seeing you i'd be like but is he really looking forward to see me mm. and it's like obviously lydia like why, why do you have to that, like yeah. unvalidate like the idea of someone liking you, but maybe it's because like when you text people, you have double meaning, so you see what the other <laughs> yeah. person does too. I'm a Gemini, so <laughs> yeah. But anyways, back to your demographic. Oh, um, but like generally, the people the the people that I track and the people that I've dated are, are very much different. I think the people that I've dated have been uh, kind of I feel like the similar same as you, kind of like very like you know fake woke politically aware like pretentious and they're fake woke so you're just like how how far does this oh, yeah. go let oh, me yeah. see what this front's absolutely. about absolutely like, and then for like and then you're like wow like a guy who like understands and then very quickly you understand like you realize they don't um and i think that like the person that i'm seeing now um the reason that like it was different was because like he very much was he's like the very empathetic understands and if he doesn't very quick to admit that you're wrong and like i feel like as black women we are like hyper conscious of everything every exchange how society happens like whenever i see like something in the news about like 
uh, something happening, like in my mind, I feel like I already understand the circumstance, like how it happened, why it happened, like especially when it happens to like black queer folk or like black women, I'm always like, oh God, like I have this feeling in my stomach where I understand. And it's like, we, it's like, it's, it's, it's like a gift and a curse in the sense that like, you understand but you're carrying all this weight all this emotional weight because you have this understanding of like reality in a way that other people don't and you're holding this onto your back and you don't want to burden others with it like you don't want to like put this onto someone else and be like no like the world is fucked like listen to me i'm trying to tell you this but like at the same time it's so hard to like keep it inside of you right so then you kind of end up having to like make yourself like lighter and like easier to be around right like you Mm -hmm. can't you can't say the more like maybe radical beliefs that you have um and maybe this is not like for maybe just specific to me it's like um I don't ever want to pretend or like hide aspects of myself especially when like you know black girl mental health is real like you know what Mm -hmm. I mean like we need black women need people to protect us too we need people to care for us and I think that um, it's so important to find somebody who is willing to do that and like take on like a fraction of the burden that we so so much of the time carry on our own and maybe not even just take it on but like help you work through it on your own Mm -hmm. Um, like I feel like in terms of demographic like it I'm very uncomfortable with those types of white people Mm -hmm. white men specifically because they like you for who you are but also it is because of who you are not necessarily because of like your character or your personality mostly your you know your identity right and that is something that is just complementary to the object they see you as um and then just in terms of like availability and stuff like yeah emotionally unavailable intellectuals or people who are trying to front like they're intellectuals that's Mm -hmm. my shit yeah Yeah. okay um this was really good but we have to wrap up yeah um but yeah yeah no there's definitely gonna be another episode on um sex and relationships yeah this is just a this is just we're just scratching the surface here because there's so much that we can talk about can um, I just say something in terms of the Gazette issue? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so in terms of the Gazette issue, we have not only your pieces, uh, like, together, um, we also have a couple of contributions from a lo- uh, other black women and black, uh, like, identifying, like, people. Um, actually, sorry, like, feminine-identifying people um, that are going into the issue, and I think if you're really interested in this, it would be great for you to pick it up. And also, there's a reflection on sex soon. Okay, with perfect. Yeah. Um, so yeah, thank you guys so much for being on. Um, if yeah. you guys want to hear more about this topic, please read our article because me and Lydia worked on it and, and people edited it and it's mm-hmm. going to be good. Yeah. So please read it. Um, once it is out, I'll link it somewhere in one of our podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But follow us on our socials because it'll probably be a link in yeah. our bio. Link in our bio. And follow us, please. <laughs> That's all we ask ever. Leave a review. Yeah. Subscribe. Leave a review. Leave a freaking review, please. Do those if you're stars. on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review. Just write one thing. Just be like, just be like just lit. Say sick. Just yeah. say sick. <laughs> say sick. Say S I C K, and we will give you a shout out on the next podcast. Yeah. Five stars. Okay. Thanks, Bye. Be better. It could 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 be better. It could
better. It could be better. I wouldn't even know. Try to come my bluff when you had your last go. And a keen for it. Did you say you made my last show? I could call, but you get to hang on. Uh, try to, try to.